the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on the Word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Every community has them now, or so it seems, and what I'm talking about is the Drag Queen Story Hour, but it doesn't have to be this way. Readings about homosexual couples or gender confusion or demonstrations about cross-dressing or other kinds of drag culture activities are often targeted around an audience that will include children. Well, why are these events being held and what can we do about it? We will talk about that and focus on one that was planned for Northeast Ohio, but we'll hear more about that with my guest today. Chris Long is president of Ohio Christian Alliance. Welcome back, Chris, to Mission America Radio. Thank you, Linda. It's great to be with you today. Well, so tell us, first of all, um, you contacted me and we're talking about this event in Wadsworth, Ohio. So tell us what uh, was being planned in Wadsworth, Ohio. That's right. So, you know, Medina County is a red county. It's a Republican county. It's conservative. It, you know, its history is it's a rural county with farms. But in recent years, it's gotten a lot of uh, development with uh, as a bedroom community of greater Cleveland. Uh, in Medina, it actually has a very quaint town square. If anyone's ever been there, it looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. It's very beautiful. It's a historic town square. And this, the county of Medina actually has three cities, Wadsworth, 
uh, Medina, uh, which is the, the county seat, and Brunswick. Those are the three main cities within Medina County. And uh, our offices have been there for a number of years. And, of course, we've attended church there in Medina. We're in the greater Akron area, but uh, uh, we have a lot of friends in Medina. So we became alerted to this through our network that there was a drag queen story hour planned at a local brewery in downtown Wadsworth. And, in fact, local businesses were being asked to put up the poster. Uh, you might have that on your website of some of the materials that you share with your uh, you know, your listeners. But uh, basically, this was a drag queen uh, and also a story hour. It was Ellie the Humanist. So they, they were inviting children. Again, this is that grooming of our children. And these people are just very bold about this, Linda, as you know. And I thank God for the work you've done over the years to alert the body of Christ about these things uh, for, you know, a couple of decades now. We'll talk about the slippery slope that has happened. You know, you and I would never thought that this would be in the open, in your face, in these communities, uh, but it is. And, um, you know, they're, they're the ones who try to shame anyone who objects to it. But thankfully, the people of Medina and also Wadsworth City, uh, they began talking right away. I mean, the network got going with people texting each other, emailing each other. They were posting pictures of the uh, promotional up on Facebook and said, look at this disgusting event, uh, you know, going after our children. We've got to stop this. What do we do? And so I want to talk about the tactics that, uh, you know, basically moms and dads and community concerned citizens were doing yeah. they basically started targeting the businesses that were putting up the posters in other words supporting the event and so they began to talk to them and said hey you know this is really an affront to our children and we're very concerned about this we don't want you you know if you're going to do this if you're going to promote this event i'm not going to patronize your store anymore you know not in a threatening way but just a matter of fact way uh, so that was going on. Uh, the community was alerted. Uh, the, actually, the local Republican Party, the executive director, got on a uh, Cleveland radio station. And surprisingly, he started talking about this, how disgusting it was. And uh, this is what's going on in Wadsworth, asking people to call politely uh, to the business itself that was hosting it and to the other businesses that were trying to promote. It was only a handful. But uh, there was a quick turnaround on this one, wow. uh, Linda. So the update I have for you is that it was canceled. It was scheduled for March 11th originally, and so they've canceled the event. Uh, the, the alert came out. In fact, I'll read to you uh, what the owner of the brewery put out on a Facebook post. Uh, we have always been very supportive of the Wadsworth community. This is the uh, Wadsworth Brewing Company was the business that was hosting it. And there's a little backstory from what I understand. Uh, the man who owns this, he and his wife, have a teenage daughter who is trying to transition mm -hmm. from a girl to a boy, and they're supportive of it. This yep. is madness, okay? Yep, yep. So, uh, but it says, we have always been supportive of the Wadsworth community. We support many uh, area nonprofits, and it goes on to talk about that. It says, unfortunately, uh, we uh, have to cancel this event. We were threatened. Well, there was nobody threatening them. If you know, what people were saying is, I'm not going there anymore. I'm right. not going to patronize you anymore. It was just that simple. If they consider that's a threat to his business, that's true. But nobody was threatening this man, to our knowledge. And everyone that was calling was very civil, 
but insistent, obviously. So, but this is the tactic of the left. They want to say, oh, we were threatened and these people were hateful and they were bitter and they're violent. That's not the truth. So lying is not beyond the pale for these people. Okay, so folks need to just be bold and take a stand. And, uh, you know, you're going to get some blowback at times. But you know what, Linda, what really encouraged me? And this is what you do on your broadcast every week. You try to encourage people to take a stand and thank God for what you're doing. Here's people that took a stand. You know, a lot of times, you know, the coach, he can't go in and run the play. He's got to teach, he's got to train, and he's got to let the players run the play. They're the ones who have to to play it out. And sometimes you and I feel like, you know, we're being dragged into something where they want us to run the ball. They want us to run the play. And it's like, no. This is time for you folks to stand up. Now, we did a major project in Medina just a few years ago. Yeah. You remember, yeah. a SOGI law was passed by City Council of Medina City, and we ran a referendum, and we took it to the state Supreme Court. So we showed them how to do it as a coach. I'm so thankful that this time I sat back, told the wife, I said, you know what, Sylvia? I said, these folks have to speak up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'll wait a little bit. I'll give them material. I'll help them. But they've got to do it. Thank yeah. God, Linda. They, yes. they, they took the initiative. Right. And that's what's happening so often. And I'm so encouraged. And I'm guessing you are, Chris, when you see how many more people are engaged in fighting to protect our children now. And now it's a matter of managing the information, getting the information out. And people are willing way more than they used to be to step up because I think people see the danger now. I, I want to go back for a minute before we abandon this and wonderful work, by the way, this is such good news, before we abandon this event and just dissect a little bit about what they were planning to do. There was uh, this Miss Solvig Wells, drag queen of the macabre. There was a, an occult element to this program. And, and that's what's really weird. When you look on this brewing company's website, there was not even a hint of anything um even lgbtq that i could find so this this guy was this family owning this i think we're just deceived and drawn into something don't you think i do and i'm glad you brought that up it absolutely uh had a um anti-religious meaning uh the book is the humanist only the humanist so it's anti-christian uh but in addition to that it's very much the occult the macabre there was going to be a performance by the way so you know as uh, one talk show host said so we're going to see shaking booty in front of children and mm-hmm. all this kind of thing right. uh thankfully that didn't happen because parents stood up in fact if you look on the poster it has a crystal it has the lgbtq flag but also has a skeleton head i'm like this isn't something for children it's like on any level right, right. And it's like then of course there's the performer himself dressed as a woman and it talks about the macabre, and and again, this is the you know the occult. So again, uh, this is why people, and it's of course the beautiful of uh, celebrate diversity. It's like, hey, you know what? No, we're not going to. If, if if this is evil, and people saw it as such, and so we started collecting statements from folks just using their st- their front their first name, because sometimes people do get targeted. You know, they get. Uh, 
doxxed and this kind of thing or you know they get targeted on facebook and i didn't want that i said hey just give us your first name give us your statement uh resident wendy or resident dan or jeff from wadsworth and we'll read those on the air because mm-hmm. we're going to cover this on our radio program as well yeah so again the whole idea is that folks you can take a stand uh but you have to be uh, prayerful about it and also you have to do something and you have to speak up right and so there's ways to protect yourself to not you know, be exposed to a greater audience to where they can, you know, attack, you know, one person taking a stand. Right. We shouldn't allow that to happen. Right. We should work in unison as a group and then, you know, talk to that business that's promoting it by having a flyer and saying, hey, you know, I'm really uh, uh, fronted by that. I'm offended. You know, these are children. Uh, is that something you support? Because if it is, then I can't continue to patronize here. I've been a long time yeah. patron. I ask you to take that down, you know. But, you know, that's the kind of thing you can do. Uh, to just to speak to people. And so they'll say, you know what? I wasn't comfortable with that to begin with. Yeah, And, and Chris, sometimes people just yeah. do it out of compliance, don't right. they, Willenda? Right, they do. And um, in your, if you're just joining us, folks, we're talking with Chris Long, who is president of Ohio Christian Alliance. We're talking about this planned drag queen event in Wadsworth, which thankfully has been canceled because of community outcry. And I wanted to highlight one more thing that that I think is important for people to follow. On their poster promoting this, they said all donations go to something called Margie's Hope. So I looked up Margie's Hope. It's a charity that has a support group for, it's all about supporting transgender and non-binary people, but they have a youth support group. And when you look at the page, it's elementary school age kids, a safe place for them to hang out. And it's at a United Church of Christ. Um, which is like, are you kidding me? And so, so many of these are um, these youth groups for homosexually inclined or transgender kids are their so, so-called places for kids to hang out, and they do not require parental notification. Are you familiar with Margie's Hope at all? I'm not, and you're educating me with this, and because this is so quickly, right, and the folks on the ground in Wadsworth, we're doing a lot of research and background on, oh, this, yeah. on this stuff. That's how they discovered that the uh, owner of the brewery's child is a uh, teenager is transitioning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with obviously sexual dysphoria from a, a, uh, from his daughter now to their son, and they call him the son. It's so sad. <laughs> and, you know, what are we to do as Christians? We're to pray for these people. We're to love them. But listen, speaking the truth in love, you got to you know, realize this is damaging this this person. What we learn later is these people, they change their mind. They want to be their natural sex later. And then, of course, unfortunately, if there's been surgeries that have mutilated their bodies. I mean, Linda, you cover this on your program. And I'm so glad that, like, uh, national programs are starting to address this issue. Yes, okay? yes. Dr. They're... Carlson's talking about it. Uh, Clay Matthews and Buck Sexton have talked about it at, at length this week on their program. And I'm so glad for that because, you know, I was just thinking of Rush Limbaugh. You know, he, 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 he bowed out just in time because I don't think Rush could have taken this. Yes. You know, it's like the world has gone so crazy. Right. Sometimes we think, but thankfully this younger generation, they realize what they're facing and they have to hit it head on. Right. And, you know, Let's just talk a little bit more about what's behind the motivation. I mean, we know that these are people with reprobate minds and they are and so often are so completely confused that if they will 
be males who dress flamboyantly as females in lingerie and evening dress or whatever they do in in, in public. We cannot trust what to the extent to which they will go in front of children, right? I mean, isn't that one of the problems with the corrupting influence of the male dressing as a female? Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, here we go. I mean, the things that we're facing now, going back 10 years ago, we never thought we'd be talking about this. We were dealing with other issues. And we always talk about the slippery slope, where the Bible talks about leaven, a little leaven, leaven is the whole lump. In other words, sin grows. Uh, and, and nations become more wicked as they lean towards the evil. So, yes, what is the motivation for this outpouring of deviant behavior and directing it specifically to children? And then what is the result for our nation? Well, we will continue this discussion with Chris Long, president of Ohio Christian Alliance, when we return here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We'll be right back after this. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. So we're back here on Mission America Radio, and we were talking when we left off the interview with Chris Long, president of Ohio Christian Alliance. What is the motivation for the vulgarity and the obsession with selling all this to our children? They call it diversity and inclusion. Well, it often becomes highly sexualized. There really is a slippery slope. So let's continue our interview with Chris Long. So I'm looking at this little uh, emoji that was out on Facebook, and it said, what slippery slope? It will never happen. 1995, love is love. We just want acceptance. 2005, we just want equality. 2012, bake the cake or go to court. 2015, say my pronouns or lose your job. 2023, the kids will watch drag shows. This is what you've been preaching about all this time, Linda, warning us that this was coming and so much worth and pedophilia acceptance of it is just around the corner of these people wanting to push that God help us. And we need to be praying as a church and we need to alert people and we need to be educated on these things. Thank God for what you're doing. Well, and thank God for what you're doing. You have taken a consistently strong stand on this and, uh, I was reading something uh, recently by Scott Lively, who's a wonderful pro-family activist, uh, a lawyer, a pastor, reminding people about the essay and then a book in 1989 that covered the entire strategy of the homosexual rights movement called The Overhauling of Straight America. And one of their tactics was to put being homosexual and being homosexual activities and all of this in the faces of mainstream America as often as possible, like the pride parades, like, you know, all over the schools. Is that part of the strategy here? And of course, we're seeing this in the schools, and I'm sure you're seeing it in schools in your area. Give me your thoughts about that. Absolutely. Yeah, we're hearing all across the state now, the schools are permitting and actually pushing this material in the schools. We've got reports all across the state elementary grade levels of the most heinous sexualized material in books and it's coming from the administration we see the biden administration where they have the lgbtq factor with their uh, press secretary with um, the military with other uh, of course pete uh, Buttigieg and his husband and you know a gay openly gay man 
and uh, as the transportation secretary, and then others cross-dressing and transitioning the health secretary. I mean, so they're pushing it down into every school district across America, and it comes with federal funding. You say, well, how can they do that? They do it very quickly because it comes with the mandates of the federal funding. And they're basically, they have contacts in the NEA and the teachers associations. And then, of course, there's liberal networks that they talk to each other. These are people that have already, a generate whole generation, there's already been indoctrinated. Now they're having children, Linda, and they're the ones that are allowing their children to be transitioned. Mm-hmm. So we have a big problem here. And for the church, where you know, it's like the, the pulpit has gone silent because they're in a canatonic state of fear, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Pastors won't address it because they just, it's overwhelming to them. They don't even know where to begin. Well, start with Genesis 1, and God created yes. a male and female, created him them. Our pastor addressed this on Sunday, and he said, that's what we're going to do. And he said, hey, folks, he's looking at an older congregation. He's been there for 40 years. Good man, good-sized church. They have young people, but not as many as we'd like. And he says, I know many of you are concerned, but, you know, the young people don't want me to address these issues, and that they have gay friends, and you know, this acceptance of the age in our society. He said, folks, we're in trouble, and we got to start addressing this. Yes. God bless him, Pastor Powers. And I know Pastor Carl and others across the state are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to these men and women of God, but it is really a challenge of what we're facing today. But it starts in the home. It starts on programs like this, and the church has to take a stand. And we can no longer cower back. We have to be bold. We do. And so that's what we need to do. We do. And you uh, have been very interested in, as I am, seeing more happen at the state uh, at the state house on school choice so that people can take their children out of these wicked, corrupted public schools. Tell us about Senate Bill 11, for instance. I think that's big on your mind. It is, and it was just had a hearing uh, this week in the Education Committee in the Senate, and uh, Senate Bill 11, uh, the sponsor is Sandy O'Brien, and it will uh, lift the ceiling on Ed Choice program. Right now, it's 250% above the poverty level. Uh, those students are eligible. The governor announced he wants to raise that to 400%, which is great. It would be a big increase in school choice. In other words, you could then apply for uh, the monies to take your child to either the charter school, Christian school, private school, or public school of your choice and uh, give you real options. She wants to, in Senate Bill 11, just have no ceiling. Basically, everyone gets the opportunity to take the monies that are allotted for each child and pick the the school of your choice, mm-hmm. real school choice in Ohio. Yeah. If that happens, that's a game changer. And it, we it really is. are pushing and supporting that legislation. Right. And there's also a certain uh, couple thousand dollars for for homeschoolers. So it's not like the homeschoolers are left out of this. If, that, if that's your choice, you get a subsidy for materials for homeschooling. Isn't that correct? Yes. And so, again, you know, for so for so many years, homes that we homeschooled, of course, we had eight children. They're all grown and uh, adults and doing fine and paying their own way. But, you know, we did uh, a combination of uh, private school, homeschool, and a little bit of uh, public school, actually. But we were closely monitoring that in a community we could trust with uh, good administrators, teachers, and uh, that were respectful to the parents and, and kept in communication with us all the time. And so, uh, but it was in the later grades for those students. But when it came to elementary school level, we basically had them 
uh, discipled in the homeschool mm-hmm. of, of the long household and giving them that foundation that they need. Right? That's wonderful. So, wow, yeah. that's great, Chris. I'm so, so glad to hear that. And you're a great example. In the interest of time, uh, can you give us your contact information, your website? Yeah, so Ohio Christian Alliance, that's ohioca.org. You can sign up for our email alerts there as well and uh, on the website, and that's the best way for us to communicate with you. We also have a Facebook page, Ohio Christian Alliance. Uh, you can go there and ask to become a member. It's a membership page, so we'll opt you in, and a lot of uh, articles we post there as well. It's the best way we can communicate with folks is by way of email, though, and then, of course, checking in on our website on a regular basis. We will be very busy this year at the State House and in Washington. And of course, uh, two ballot measures that are going to come up either this year or next year, and that is raising the 60% threshold uh, for constitutional amendments. Uh, we're going to be in favor of that. We hope to get that on the ballot. And then, of course, unfortunately, Planned Parenthood and NARAL are coming into the state and they're going to be pushing abortion on demand on a ballot initiative, and we need to defeat that. So we'll be uh, very much involved and in, in aggressive and uh, getting the church world uh, educated on these issues so we can win the pro-life battle. Yes, and we'll be uh, sending that out, uh, information on that from Mission America as well. Thank you, Chris. I ask my listeners to pray for you and your efforts, and uh, just God bless you, and uh, thank you so very, very much for what you do. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. And friends, I am just... Uh, astounded at what we have uh, before us. But you know what? God is in charge. We can still do anything with him because you know what? With God, all things are still possible. And never, ever forget that. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.